Hey, listen to Commander Cookout Podcast, episode 238. I'm Brandon. I'm here with Ryan. Today we're going to review the little foot. <laughs> now hit our theme song! <laughs> hey Ryan, oh, man. we're back for yet another whirlwind adventure. How you doing? Good. What is going down? Whole <laughs> tons going down. I promise I'm going to get to say the name of this set correctly one time today. Brando Brando doesn't know what Strixhaven is. I just I I can't remember. I can't. I can't. And even when you do, because I told you literally 10 seconds before you tried to do the intro, you you have something else in your mind in Strixhaven's stead. So your tongue just makes the wrong words. It just flips upside down. It's like, no, it's not going to happen. We have other stories to tell. We have people to thank. We have all kinds of stuff to get to. Before we get to any of it, we got to thank our business daddies, FusionGamingOnline.com, your source for all your gaming needs. Oh, baby. All of your... All of your Strixhaven needs. All your mythical archive. All of your Commander 2021. I call it C21. We all know what that is, right? I, like I Commander hope so. 2021 is just like too hard to say. Yeah. I'm you, with can, it. you can go there. I got all five decks. Burp. CCO Fusion 5 promo code. Save myself 5% off. Nice. Yeah. I'm 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 maybe I'm you know what I'm waiting on? I sent them in an order. Like, sorry, like uh like I buy listed like three hundred dollars worth of stuff nice. to Fusion, and I'm waiting to get the credit, and I'm gonna get me a box of Strixhaven, maybe some Ooh. open flippy dot drinky. Oh shit! Yeah, of course. And if you're not from Canada, because they can't ship sealed product internationally, you can get singles there. Get your get your thirty five dragons approaches. Oh, you can ship, oh baby, you can ship them to me, and I'll open all of the packs and just dump them without even looking them into a box and send them to you. Oh, good idea. That'd, that'd be kind of funny, actually. <laughs> yeah, I would definitely do that. That would be very funny. <laughs> just open the pack and just throw the cards into a box. Oh yeah, you know what? I way early on in my Magic career, I uh, when I got back into it, I think it was like my first booster box when I got back into Magic after I took a break in like. Ravnica Lorwyn Day. Sure. I bought a box of Zendikar Ooh. from the site that I go to, that I went to at the time all the time. Right. Now, I don't even know if they're still around anymore, but I bought a box and they didn't have the warning cannot be sold internationally and they're from the States. So then like the owner of the site contacted me <laughs> and he's like, hey, we can't ship these, but you already bought them. I don't want to refund you. So I have to, I have to open them. Right. And what we do is just like we cut a little corner of the booster pack or we cut the top of the booster pack so they're technically not sealed any longer. But I wanted to email you because I personally do this so you don't think that that like you're getting ripped off, like we're going through your stuff. And then I I got my booster box and it had only one fetch land in it. I don't know. Pretty sus. You know? And it was an Arid Mesa. Not even the fucking best one. You, you, you got you got host. I'm gonna say you got host. I think I might have got host. I'm gonna say it. based on the the box that I bought of Cons of Tarkir that had seven fetch lands in it. <laughs> I'm gonna say that you definitely got host. Well, you know boxes what? always have at least seven fetches in it. Oh I, yeah, at least right. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. You open New Zendikar. I forget how many fetch lands I got in my boxes, but I got fucking lots. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, mm-hmm. if you go to Fusion, they won't hose you. Use yeah. CCO Fusion five promo code five percent off your order. Let's them know their relationship with you boys in the nation. Is a good one. I also put in an order recently, what? and I am I'm 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 closing. Is it in. is it thirty five dragons approaches? No, oh no. I thought that I'd be really into that when I I'm first saw. Dra- I was like, I'm gonna do this, and then I was just like, no. I'm not. into it, and I'm, I'm not. I'm not, not building the dirty, stinking, fucking dirty combo deck. I'm not doing that. It's going right alongside my practitioners. <laughs> so I'm gonna have two of those shitty play any number cards in the same deck. I'm into it. With I like, like one or two dragons, but I don't know which dragons yet. I like that. I like that a lot, actually. Okay, we'll, we'll do that deck tech on, yeah. on the show. Okay. Story, order. So, all of my mono red decks, I've decided I'm going to pimp them out as much as I can within reason. Okay. So, I've got Muxus. I've got Thor to Ralph. Yep. I've got Norrin. He's already he's already done. He's done? He's well, Yeah, he's been fully foiled for years. I haven't bought a card that isn't foil for Norrin. Oh in wow! A couple of years now. I didn't even got guy didn't even buy non foils. It's the truth. Oh hey, speaking of foils, let me finish. <laughs> let me finish. 
I am now one card away. One stinky doodah card away from fully foiling out my Torbrand deck. Oh, yeah? What yeah. what card? Torian Mauler. Oh, because it's from Lauren. It's so hard. It's been reprinted a thousand times. In Commander Never products in and shit. Yeah. yeah. Never in foil. Oh, I'm, it's so hard to find. I'm thinking I might just cut it and play something else. I'll just cut find it. a Strixhaven card and just cut it. Hey, well, there's lots of Strixhaven cards. There's lots of Strixhaven cards. Maybe we'll talk about some of them today. Who can tell? Yeah, well, last thing last thing before we get to some thankses and some cards is we uh, we mentioned you were talking about foils. Yeah. Our most recent top five in five, Brando's curated oh, list yeah. of top five promo and foil treatments. Can I say top five in five? We're back to form. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we hit one yeah. five on the on the nose. Yeah, not this time. Yeah, and, and a classic case of you can't keep everybody or anybody happy is like we had top five and fives that were like five minutes fourteen seconds, and Brando's like, oh yeah, in radio you get a thirty second fucking yeah. whatever, right? It's, it's like okay, fine. It's five. Yeah, it's five. And then and then we got a bunch of comments. Hey, this isn't five, so we do one right on five oh oh, and somebody's like, hey, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> this isn't long enough. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so the next one is top five in five. Yeah. And f- t- Tyler, that, that does those videos for us, he edits those videos. He puts them together. Looks I, great. I think that they look like real YouTube videos. Yeah, I feel like a real YouTuber now. That's yeah, cool. and, and before Joe, who does this video, puts any fucking bad memes or his, his editor's notes on the screen <laughs> that, that people love, by the way, Joe, before you put any on... Everybody does love your notes, and you do make us look like a real YouTuber, too. Yes. Yes, yes. So if anybody wants to hop over onto YouTube because they're like, oh, fuck, Commander Kirkwood, they're not real YouTubers. They look like shit. They sound like shit. They suck. Their decks are crappy. Well, all those things are true. Yeah. But we we do look like professional YouTubers. (laughs) Yeah, we at least, we we, we faked it until we maked it. Yes. And now we've maked it. We have maked it, for (laughs) sure. (laughs) So, of course, subbing on YouTube, you fucking should, is a great free way to support the show. But if you want to go above and beyond, if you want to support through Patreon, maybe get a Patreon nickname, Brando Brando Token Alter. Ooh, yeah. Some future merch that we got going on. Arr. It's coming. It's coming. It's going to be offered to the patrons first to uh, as a thank you. But right now, oh, right now we got some nicknames. Do we? And some FUs. Hit me with them. Okay. Well, the first one's an increase. William Tone Jess. I feel like we've made a tone deaf yeah. joke before. Yeah, or Billiam. I don't know why I always want to call people who are named William Billiam. Well, because Bill is short for William. Yeah. I have no idea why. And Billiam isn't even a name, so Billiam. Billiam Mm -hmm. Tone Deaf. F you, bud. Yeah. We've got a welcome back. We've got a Jake Cantonen. I don't know if he's got a nickname because he patroned like a thousand years ago and now he's back. Maybe he's jacking in a can of toner. You would have... Which color of toner? <laughs> I don't know, like the pink, the pink one. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, just pink powder. Yep, pink powder, Jake. Excellent. I don't know. If... No, I'm into it. Okay, I like it. Okay. You'll like it too. F you for coming back, bud. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. Okay. Beck Larson is our first new patron. Like Rebecca, could be. Ooh, Rebecca or, Larson. Or or the the artist Beck. Or the, the like the musician? Is it a musician? Is Beck a musician? Is that where I've heard that before? I think at one point that person was a musician. Ooh, maybe they're related to Brie Larson, the myths Captain Marvel. Could that'd, be. That'd be cool. Pseudo celebrity. We've got another pseudo celebrity. Is that our first up. member of the Marvel Universe? Pseudo celebrity, yeah, Marvel Universe Beck Larson. I'm into it. Just pick your poison on however you wanted to note <laughs> that in the in the Discord. <laughs> that's a that's a long one. Uh don't Google that? Yep. Okay. Next FU, Colton McCarthy, another pseudo-celebrity, Jenny McCarthy's brother. Just tell your sister to smarten up, bud. Yeah, get your fucking needles in your arms, goddammit, so we can all play magic. Yeah, I want to go back to playing magic, so just get poked, yo. Jenny McCarthy's brother. I think that's the nickname. She was on WrestleMania, I think, 11. Oh, yeah? Uh, Yeah, along with Pam Anderson. And I remember when they both came out with Big Daddy Cool Diesel, Kevin Nash for the, the hip 90s kids. Yeah. I always thought that Jenny McCarthy was way better looking than Pam Anderson. Really? Yeah. I was like the one guy that thought that. I was like, why is everybody making such a big deal out of Pam uh, Anderson? Yeah, I don't know. At least Jenny McCarthy looks like she's happy to be there. They're both Canadian, right? I don't fucking know. Well, Pam Anderson's Pam Canadian. Anderson is, yeah. I think she had did hep she, C, too. Did she die? No. Have we had this conversation before? I think we might have. She died. I don't think she died. But she she must have came back alive. 
Sure. I, I swear I mean, that's she a thing. died. I'm sure we have a cure for that by now. Oh, yeah, 100%. Definitely. 100%. I'm you a, can live for like 35 years with AIDS. I'm a doctor. <laughs> yeah, doctor. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, Colton McCarthy, Jenny McCarthy's brother, welcome and- F you, bud. Final one, Richard Dyer. And I've got this. This is Richard- Oh, no, I've got it. I was going to say Richard of the Dire Hour. Well, that sounds like a planeswalker. It does, but you know what's mm. even better? Dick of the Dire Hour. Oh, that oh. sounds like a dirty joke. That, I like that. That's way more CCO. That, I like that, yeah. That is a classic CCO nickname, yes. Dick of the Dire Hour. I'm into it. So if I see that in the Discord, it's going to be a good-ass day for me. Yes. Yep. Finger-blasting and dicks and dire hours. You can don't <laughs> Google any no. of that. But, uh, yeah. Welcome aboard, and uh, F you, bud. Yeah, mm-hmm. so the, I don't know why anybody wants those. They just want us to talk about their bad names <laughs> on the, how on the cast. Are. Yeah, yeah. so that's not what, what we're actually here to talk about today, though. What? Yeah. We, well, you didn't get me up this morning to talk about people's names? Just to dunk on people? Well, I'm, going I'm, home. I'm imagining that there's going to be some dunking on some... some uh, maybe. Um, Strongshaven. <laughs> <laughs> Some strut haven. Yeah, let's let's get into a couple things. Not cards yet, though. Okay. I've got I've got a couple things that oh. I didn't even talk about pre pre show with oh. you, just to hit you with it to get Shit. your like raw dog, bald eagle, no protection thoughts. I hate it. You hate the set? No, I, it, the answer oh. to all the questions. Oh. I hate it. Okay, okay. Let's go. Let's start with the new flagship ability mechanic. This is this is mage craft. It's a it's a, a, a key, not a keyword ability. But it's like those italicized abilities that's, that is, whenever you cast or copy an instant or sorcery, do thing. Do something, right? Yes. And it, it's caused the chain ofs, particularly chain of smog, to, yeah. to go crazy. This is a spell slinger set. That's yep. one of the themes is spells and learning new spells. Yep. So, of course, whenever you cast or copy them, you get to do thing. What do you think of mage craft? I'm not... The biggest fan, mm-hmm. mostly because it like, does it make Storm even better? Yes, it does. Like, because Storm puts copies of spells yeah, onto the stack. Yeah, you cast it, then you copy it. So you get to Magecraft twice, which of course isn't the or, big or a hundred times if that's what your Storm yeah. count is. It's not the be all or the end all. It, I just there's a level of do a thing that you want to do anyway, get a benefit. Yes, that I think is just the Tatiova effect. Yeah. That's a little much, and I feel like Magecraft, in the instances that it's good, might be a little too good. Mm. Like that it's, one, it's, it's too easy to be too good. Yeah, like the blue one that's cast an instant to sorcery, draw a card. Ooh, yeah, I'm that's, gonna I'm gonna cast my rampant growth or my my uh, cultivate, and I'm just gonna draw a card and get two land. Or my brainstorm. Ooh, that's or my good. think twice. Any card that draws a card, I'm gonna play a red ramp spell, draw a card. Like. It, I'm not saying this, this ability's broken, run for the hills. I just don't like how accidentally really good it is. Mm. And I think that part of that just comes because I am not a spell slinger player. Mm. So maybe it's just not for me. I think maybe that's it. Like, I'll never build the Magecraft deck, but I'm pumped to see what other people do with it. That's a level-headed take from Brando. That's that's rare. Yeah, not what we're come to, come to being used to. Well, I, I think I think that it is broken. I think that this is an extremely powerful mechanic, and it it actually it, it makes Storm better. But Storm is already yeah, Storm's already broken yeah. to the moon and back. Yeah, right? It's already too good. So and let's my, make and, it better. Yeah, it, yeah. When you're already first. Right when it's already dead, yeah. like how many times do you got to kick it again? <laughs> it's like that curling. It's like the curling game where you're like eleven to one in the third quarter or whatever it is, and the other team just gives up. Yes, yes. I think that it's broken. I think that it's very powerful. Can we can we use it in a fun and interesting way that isn't like crazy broken? Absolutely, we can. And do we? Is that just in decks that are already casual? And, and janky and shitty like the decks that I play. Yeah. <laughs> Calamax that has 30 lands and they're all basics and I just want to copy a price of progress and I put that guy that is Magecraft draw card and then I draw cards off Calamax triggering. Yeah. Like, does that make that too good? I think that particular example, the draw card one, I think that's the pinnacle of like, holy fuck, this is maybe you, the, is, that, is that the most egregious one or is it like I the lose so. a life one, like on Liliana? I think draw because draw a card feeds itself. At least with the mm. Liliana, maybe you'll lose 
you'll run out of steam. Mm-hmm. But with you run the, out of cards to cast and copy. Yeah, yeah. Whereas with the the blue one, you're always getting that other card. And yeah, you can whiff, but the odds are much mm. smaller. So, yeah, yeah, if 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 what you're casting and or copying is other card draw spells, right, or other ramp spells, yeah. so you always have land to kind of backfill. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, so Magecraft, put it in it like I don't know. Expect it to be powerful. Yep. Expect it to warp games that it's played in expect it to be better than you think do you think that this is the type of ability like i've seen people say is this the type of ability that is going to change the format right like planeswalkers as commanders partner commanders those were things that changed what the format plays like albeit subtly in some cases do you think this is the kind of thing that is just like oh i fucking have to have to do this thing now I don't think so. You don't think so? No. Okay. I don't think so. I don't even I don't think I have even decks that would benefit an incredible amount from playing them. Oh. Okay. But again, I'm not the spellslinger player. I have one yeah. spellslinger deck and it's it's so prototypical and it's so just terrible even for me. What? I haven't even entered an architect yet. Oh. Cuz it's just it's so fucking bad. Yeah, I I like I don't even re- I understand how to build the deck. But in trying to make the deck a Brando deck, mm. it put your stink on it. Yeah, I, 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 <laughs> I'm having a really hard time doing it because like the only win for the deck is to infinite cast Gutshot, and that doesn't always work. I like that, sir. <laughs> I like that. Yeah. Do you pay life or do you pay mana? Fucking both. Oh, oh, oh man. Jo- I, I Joel, pay mana until I run out of mana, and then I pay you, life. Joel, always look fucking. He always ragged on me when I paid mana to cast gut shot. He's like, you don't fucking pay mana for that card. <laughs> and he's right, I, I I don't anymore. <laughs> but I substituted gut shot with Gitaxian probe. Burr, burr, yeah. yeah. You don't yeah. pay mana to cast that. I just want to look at your hand for free and then draw a card. card. Fuck yes. you. <laughs> yes, exactly. Okay. Well, decks decks you play that cards are gonna go into. You've got a deck that like Magecraft will make better. I've got a yeah. few decks. Let's talk for a minute. Okay. This is early on skepticism from Brando. Ooh. He fucking hates it. <laughs> it's just a reskinning of the guilds. Now that we've seen the whole set. It still the, is. It is a reskinning because you can only split five colors into two color pairs ten ways. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But do you feel that the guilds are different enough now? Or sorry, the, the Strixhaven colleges are different enough than the Ravnica guilds. No. You don't? No. Not even the not even the Boros slash Lorehold one? Because they're not focusing on attacky, attacky soldiers. They're focusing on they're focusing archaeology on... and getting stuff back from the graveyard. And then what do you do with those things? Well, you attack. You attack with them. But that's the same as every other color. But or an... that's like saying, oh yeah, is it Spellslinger? Or or gruel stompy fucking idiots. Yeah, right? like, big idiots. It's it, it's the it's the same thing, just split in between two different colors. The way I look at Lorehold specifically, or that's, is that the right one? Lorehold, Lorehold is the Boros one. Yeah. Yes, I think that I actually like the flavor of it a lot, and I've been thinking lots about this. That's good because I don't think that you really like the the flavor of Boros. I don't. Okay, I don't. But the the I always look at Boros, and for all of its shortcomings, it's the it's the guild that uses the low to the ground. It's the efficient little creatures and little effects that yep. just kind of pile up and pile up and pile up and pile up. The game of military inches. Exactly. And it wins through that sort of, of deal. And I think that the new lore hold space where you're kind of recycling some of those efficient effects mm-hmm. and get more inches of efficiency, like in football, right? It's oh, a game, yeah. of, it's a game yep. of inches. I think that it just really compounds the efficiency of those cards where now you're playing these little efficient threats and cards and effects and now you can recycle them and do them again yep or use them in another way to get another effect and, and, and I, this is this is a good thing yeah i like okay. the, i like the space that it's inhabiting they didn't just give boros a bunch of rampant card draw they gave it a way to get more value out of its already efficient uh, resource yes. base. And I think I that's like. that's kind of the same thing that we talk about all the time when we talk about Boros or White is it's going to get its card advantages in non-draw-a-card ways. Exactly. And now it's just doing that more and it's doing it better. Yeah. Okay. So I liked it. It made Boros 
better, which I think is great. And my favorite legendary creature of the set is one of the Boros ones. Spoiler for tomorrow's show. Oh, yeah. Okay, well, just real quick before we get into cards and stuff, all of the guilds have that effect. Yep. So we're going to we're gonna watch out for... Even Simic? Yeah, sort of. Sort of. We're going to watch... If you're watching on YouTube, can you see my face? <laughs> if can... you're not watching, can you see my they face? They can hear it. They can yeah. hear your face. Mm -hmm. <laughs> we're going to watch out to see if we can identify that, that new skin. Okay. We'll see if we can find it or if it's not quite there. Okay. okay. I'm, I'm fine with that. Okay. I'm good with that. And then... Spellslinger. We're gonna Spellslinger. we're gonna watch out for that. Spellslinger in colors other than is it, let's say. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So let's look at some cards. Okay, Ryan. So where should we begin? I think we're gonna skip over the reprints of the set. Yep. And focus on the new stuff. Yeah, and you know what? Like we've got on us organized to like we got Scryfall in front of us. It's organized to Strixhaven and C21 first printings. So no reprints. And there's 355 cards, and that does include the 43 new legendaries. So even if we subtract those, we're got we've got over 300 cards that we could review and talk about. That is so many cards. I don't think that's what we're gonna do. <laughs> At least yeah. that's not what I planned. <laughs> Which is fine, because I think that in talking outside of the show, I think that we've both kind of come to the head to say all of the really notable reprints in this set that are notable for their scarcity value chaseness yep. are in the Mystical Archive. The rest of the reprints in the set are fine. There's some cool ones, but nothing worth blowing up the house over. Yeah, and we've got a, a small list before we get to, I guess, cards that we've highlighted that are like expensive hellkite tyrant thousand year elixir are those like the two most expensive reprints yeah. azuri's predation at like eight or ten bucks the right of replication at six and that's it right yeah that's that's it that's all and i think a lot of those are going to come down hellkite tyrant and thousand year elixir were both super expensive because they were printed in I think one of them was from Lorwyn, and yeah, was it where's where's Hellcat Tyrant originally from? Was I know it was I in C sixteen, and other than that, was it in like a conspiracy set or was it in a Ravnica set? I don't know. Yeah. Who knows? The point is, their scarcity is why those are expensive, so those prices will come down. And other than that, I think a lot of the other really expensive cards are C twenty one originals that are going to come down either because they're because it's all pre-order pricing right i think so people are are high on a couple of the white cards monologue tax and archaeomancer's map one of which is shittier smothering tithe just call it that when we talked about smothering tithe on the show the first time and i said it wasn't that good it wasn't that good this is the card that ryan thought smothering tithe was. well let's get into it give it a read monologue tax is an enchantment for white two whenever an opponent casts their second spell each turn you create a treasure token Ooh, okay so feels and looks like smothering tithe is reminiscent of that is right yep so it's gonna it's a white enchantment that gives us treasure tokens yeah this one is gonna give us a treasure token when an opponent casts their second spell. Yeah. And that will only trigger one time on each opponent's turn. Yeah. It's not like they cast their fourth spell and you get another treasure token. Yeah, it's not like Smothering Tithe where every single time they draw a card, you get a treasure. That's right. So we, we're we gonna get max three treasures per round of the table yeah. unless somebody casts two spells on somebody else's turn. Oh, in, yeah. in addition to on their own turn, which I think is going to be pretty uncommon. Like when somebody kills something or counters something, they 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 spend one card to do that. Is it worth to say that the card is is better because you might get a counter battle going on between your opponents? Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't think that's a thing. I think right off the bat, Smothering Tide is going to make more treasures unless you're taxing your opponent, which, which is like what some some smothering deck or smothering tithe players want more than card draw yeah so is it as good as smothering tithe no is Not it even worth close. a price that is i'm gonna call it close to smothering tithe it's pre-ordering at like 22 25 bucks depending on where you go smothering tithe is like 35 or 40 no. i guess it's i guess it's half of what smothering tithe is so the is answer it worth is, that the answer is no it, it's not half as good no 
Okay. No, this is one of those cards where the this the we talk, you know floor and ceiling. Yeah. People talk about that. The ceiling of this card is, let's call it three treasures a turn max. Well, unless people are getting into those counter wars, yeah. removal fights, whatever. But let's call it three. And the ceiling is you've paid three mana, discarded a card, and got literally nothing. You've you've got those in reverse. The ceiling. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. The ceiling yeah. is is three per turn. And the floor is yeah, you got nothing because you drop it on turn two and or on turn three and somebody's turn three is a cultivate then somebody's turn three yeah. is a creature then somebody's turn three is their commander and you get nothing yeah and then their turn four is like an enabler and like it's just it's not very good if you don't have a smothering tithe monologue tax is fine if you have a choice between the two play smothering tithe if you're thinking about jamming both maybe cut monologue tax to play something else. I'd play both. You'd play both? Ah, sure. I will not. That's play White both. Ramp. Meh. <laughs> That's White Ramp, maybe. There, isn't it? You mean like Archaeomancer's map is some. Also, some White ramp. ramp, maybe. Give this a read. Archaeomancer's map is an artifact for White, too. Whenever it enters the battlefield, search your library for up to two basic planes, reveal them, put them into your hand, shuffle your library. Next paragraph. Whenever a land enters the battlefield under an opponent's control, if that player controls more lands than you, you may put a land from your hand into play. Ooh, okay, so it's like, it's it's kind of like... It's like shitty land tax and shitty burgeoning on the same card. But they're on the same card. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Does that make it good? I think that it does. I think this is a good card. So I can only play extra land if somebody has more than me. Yes. Or rather, if that player controls more than me who just put a land down. Right. Okay. I'm in white. I'm happy to play shitty burgeoning because burgeoning is really fucking good. Yeah, burgeonings are really... Even shitty burgeoning is still good. Okay. Burgeoning being the one mana green enchantment that says when somebody plays a land, I get to put a land from my hand onto the battlefield. Yeah, and this one is actually a little bit easier to trigger because whenever a, a, a land enters the battlefield under an opponent's control, oh, I believe. Oh, yes. And burgeoning is whenever an opponent plays a land. So if they fetch land... You can get both bang, of the bang. lands you got. Yeah, okay. Yeah. As so, long as they have more than we do. Yeah. Yes. But still, like that's that's pretty cool. Yes. I, yeah. I don't mind that I at all. I think Archaeomancer's map is a cool card. Okay, and it gives and it gives you fuel into your hand to to start. Yeah, the odds are two. you're 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 probably gonna play this, get your two planes, and then on the as the next round of the table goes, you're probably gonna get both those planes into play. Okay, and then any future card draw that'll refill your hand is also going to this is going to let you play maybe more is yeah. provided somebody's ramping and probably they will be yeah they'll probably be a green player at the table and they'll have more than you well even even just a blue player who or a black player who draws lots of cards and doesn't miss land drops yeah yeah true that true that oh, okay yeah, yeah, okay yeah. so that one's good we're not i don't think that we're going really in in color order we we've got the cards organized alphabetically we didn't touch on another new ability learn and to learn is reveal a lesson card that you own from outside the game and put it into your hand so we can't do that portion of it right but also or discard a card and draw a card so learn is like a keyword that or that just happens and that means for us discard a card then draw a card i have lots of questions about this okay so my first question is let's say you are playing the guy from Metal Haven, <laughs> who gives your cards foretell, okay? Okay. And I foretell... You, you mean Kaldheim that gives foretell? That's right. Okay. <laughs> yes, thank you. So I foretell a lesson card that's in my hand, because I'm playing a lesson because it's a good card. Sure. So I foretell it. Could I learn that lesson back into my hand? I don't think so, because it says from outside the game, not from exile. If it said from exile or from outside the game. Okay. Yes. But outside the game implies your sideboard in non-commander formats. And His ability is terrible for us. Yeah, it doesn't do enough. Like, just to loot is not, yeah, it's not a reason to play a spell unless the rest of the spell also is good. Or if, if a card says, like a creature says, do something, 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 like I got this awesome ability, oh, also learn. It's like yeah. in, investigate or create a food in, in in sets of old. Yeah, I'm into that. Which yeah. is just incidental or bonus, 
which is fine. Which is fine. Yeah. Yes. Okay. All right. Let's hit some cards. Yeah. Which which card do you want? Which what's what's the Brando card that jumps off the uh, off the screen at you first as you kind of scroll through the list? Well, I mean, for, we already talked touched on this Magecraft. Draw a card. There's Archmaid Emeritus. Blue, blue, two for a two-two Magecraft. Whenever you cast or copy an instant source, you spell draw a card. Yeah, I think that that might actually replace repra- replace breaching Hippocamp in Kalamax, which is whenever you cast your first spell on an opponent's turn, draw a card. I think that this guy might might result in me drawing more cards, but it might be the case where it's just like. Oh, I'll cut some other shitty guy and put this guy in and, and have both. <laughs> yeah. Why not play both? Okay. I'm going to hit you with another thing just real fast because there's so many things about this set that I'm questioning. I know. There's so many dang things. And this is, maybe this is Brando looking too hard at the set because I do that sometimes. I get all up in my own brain. I need you to bring me back down to earth. Okay. The modal double-faced cards in this set. Yep. One. They make me mad because lots of them I want to play in decks, but I fucking can't because the other side of the card is the wrong goddamn color. <laughs> yes. And two, to me, a lot of them feel like they just ran out of rares, so they just took some of their extra cards and stapled them to the back of other cards so that they could print them. Maybe. And that just that feels not lazy, but I don't, I don't like it. Lots of the flippy cards in this set, I don't like them. Hmm. I, there is, there has been thus far with modal double face cards, a, a loose theme that we've seen. Right, Zendikar was lands, Kaldheim was gods with their thing on the back, yeah, with their equipment on the back. So yeah, essentially. You could, com- yeah. you could combine them if you could play both. Yep. To have some sweet shit happen. Yes, this one is the deans of the five colleges plus other things that are like. Important to that college, I guess. Let's talk about Augmenter Pugilist because that's sure. the first one I saw. It's a three-three for green, green, one trample. As long as you control eight or more lands, Augmental Augmenter Pugilist is an eight-eight. Okay. And then on the other side, and so that's a that's a playable green creature. Let's yes. Say. Yep. So let's flip it over to the other side, and we have a really, really great playable blue card in. Echoing Equation, which is blue, blue, three. Choose target creature you control. Each other creature you control becomes a copy of it until end of turn, except if those creatures are legendary. They aren't legendary anymore. Oh, so it makes all of your creatures into your best creature until end of turn. Yeah. Ah, it's a cool card. But, of course, you can't play it in your yeah. super sweet clone deck, or like I wanted to play it in Brutaclad, because the other side is fucking green. Green, yeah. Duh. Yep. Just print two cards. Like, this one could have just been two cards. Yeah, this one is is a little bit weird because it doesn't really feel like the front and the back are connected. That's what you're saying. Yeah. Like There's you, no connection thematically or mechanically it, on the front or back. Because when you look at the pugilist, it's like, I mean, yeah, that's a good creature, but yep. the odds are I'm probably going to have something cooler to turn into a, like a bunch of 8-8s is cool, but I don't know, a bunch of other stuff is probably cooler. Yeah, 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 yeah. A bunch of... Kozilex is better. Ooh, right? Yes. <laughs> that is better. <laughs> and it requires me to jump through zero hoops to do that, apart from play the and- the other side of the card. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that one feels like it's not tied together very nicely. I'll I'll admit. And there's a few of those that at least I think okay. are, are like Well, that. you know what? I think we're gonna see some more modal double face cards when we review the legendaries tomorrow. And I've got some thoughts about that as well that are uh, fine. Sure. Yeah, so we'll we'll take a look at that tomorrow. Here's a card I'm I'm actually excited about. Oh, yeah? From C21, Battle Mages Bracer. You like this one? I like this one. Equipment red 2, equipped creature has haste whenever an ability of equipped creature is activated as long as it isn't a mana ability you pay 1. If you do copy the ability choose new targets it has equip 2. So it's basic it's it's like shitty uh, those bracers. Uh, yeah, b- battle bl- bracer. Some kind of some, bracers. Some double spell bracer. Yeah. But this one is whenever it's activated, if it isn't a mana ability, you pay one. And the other one is? It's just free. Oh. Yeah. Illusionist bracers. Illusionist That's what it is. Oh, but this one gives haste. And it gives haste. This one gives haste, so yeah. they can't just like print the same card but make this one better. Right. Well, I guess they can do that. Yeah, See they, Simic. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay. Well, look at this. Blade Historian. Okay. Boros, 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 Boros. Or or should I say Lorehold, 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 Lorehold. No, you shouldn't say okay, that. Okay, Boros, Boros, Boros. 
Two, three, human cleric. Fuck, it should be an advisor. <laughs> I think all clerics and humans should be advisors now, FYI. Well, I mean, they kind of, cleric advisor, they're sort of the same yeah, job they, description. They advise you on how to be healthy. Yeah. How to heal. Yeah. You know, okay. Yeah. Well, we can just retcon all that. <laughs> Attacking Creech, you control have double strike. I can't believe how powerful that is on such a cheap creature. On oh, such a, just a piece of crap. But, hey? re but remember, remember, Ryan. Boros is moving away from being a tacky attack. Oh, yeah. Not in Brian's thought arm. It's not. <laughs> Fuck that. When Malignus hits you now, you just die. <laughs> or like when my when my Sarah Avatar or the new Sarah Avatar from whatever set, whatever power and toughness equal to my life total, right. and now you just die. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. How about Blossoming Bog Beast? I like this. Blossoming Bog Beast? Yeah. I love that name. I do too. Oh, it's man. alliteration. Go back to last <laughs> week. We should do Arc of Alliteration, which in itself is alliteration, oh. and just do an alliterative deck from A all the way to fucking Z. <laughs> oh, longest arc ever. That would be so hard. <laughs> yeah, we'd hit X and Z and we, just not be able to. We'd hit Q and just have to give up. <laughs> yeah. God dang. Commander Cookout's over. <laughs> So Blossoming Bog Beast is a 3-3 for 5, one of which is green. Whenever it attacks, you gain 2 life, then creatures you control gain trample, and plus X, plus X until end of turn, where X is the amount of life you gained this turn. Hey! So when it attacks, it immediately gives your dudes, like, shitty overrun. Yep. And if you're doing some life gain business, which is Golgari's new... Hotness. Yeah, what are they? Set. What are they called now? Uh, Wither Bloom. Yeah, Wither Bloom. Hey, come on, get with I, the times. I don't care. Wither Bloom. So whenever you <laughs> play this in your Golgari deck, if you play some of this life gain business, this guy could get even better. He could turn into a little bitty. What's his name? That guy, Crater Hoof. Every turn, a little blossoming bog beast hoof. Yeah. Yeah. Behemoth. There it is. Oh shit! You know what you could do? You could throw this guy into a deck, a Naya deck with. Blade Historian, oh, yeah. give all your dudes fucking lifelink. Oh, yeah. Or I guess you'd have to get another combat step. But that oh, second yeah. combat we step, would be, it'd be <laughs> so win more. Like, yeah, yeah. You want to win more? There you go, win more. Fucking win more is the best kind of win. <laughs> okay, my next card. And this is a little bit meme -y, but you know I love the memes. I do. And I love the meme decks. Tell me. Blight Mound. We're not even going to fucking read it. If you're watching on YouTube, because you should be, just look at the art. Mm -hmm. And if you're not on YouTube, pull over. Pull over <laughs> and just look it up. This is literally just a character from SpongeBob <laughs> made in magic art. <laughs> Moving on. That's that's Blight Mound. I actually have my favorite art, too. Okay. And it's Barog Befuddler. I thought you were going to say Burnished Heart. No. <laughs> like, no. It's it's a frog wizard. I just really like that picture. It's a little wizard with a cape and a hood, and he's doing magic. I just really like that. That that feels a little bit D and D, and it feels a little bit. It, you know what? The set. One of the reasons this set's not really for me, despite how enthusiastic I am about talking about individual cards. Right. I'm not a big fan of like what the characters look like. They're just like they're they're animal people. It feels a little bit furry to me. And no king shaming in the nation. That's Ab not what this is. Absolutely not. But I'm not into that. I think it's a little bit creepy. You know, some people are like creeped up by clowns. Some people don't like birds. Sure. I don't really like fucking giant animal people. It's fair. I and mean, that's a fair thing to have in your life. Or not. Anyways. <laughs> Should we, do we talk conspiracy theorist? Do we? Is that is that a card? Or is that something that you thought of? No, it's a card. It's a real card. And it's a good card, I think. Two, two for two, uh, one of which is red. Whenever it attacks, you could pay one, discard a card. If you do, draw a card. And it has whenever you discard one or more non-land cards, you may exile one of them from your graveyard. If you do, you may cast it. That That's cool, man. Whenever you discard a card, you can exile a card from your graveyard. And then you can cast it. You exile one of those cards from your graveyard. So you attack with him, pay one, discard, let's say, a lightning bolt. Sure. You draw a card, yep. which is whatever. You exile the lightning bolt with his ability, and then that turn you can play it. So you play it to kill their blockers so they can't block your conspiracy theorist. And then you do two damage. Yeah. Good job. <laughs> you could just lightning bolt them and do three. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, but then they don't block and kill your conspiracy theorist, oh, yeah. and you can keep doing that. You know what? I'm, I'm generally not a fan of or, or don't play cards that have an attack trigger. I know that you do yeah. things like Atali, things like uh, when you attack, draw card stuff. I'd rather have activated abilities 
or ETB abilities. That's fair. Yeah, I don't. I'm not a huge fan of attack abilities. I guess. Huh. Or cast abilities. I like cast abilities too because they're going to trigger regardless of whether the card is countered or enters a battlefield because right. it's upon cast, right? That's fair. Speaking of casting or cards that start with C for Arc of Alliteration, Ooh. how about Crackle with Power? I You saw my tweet, right? Yeah, I did. Brash Taunter is going to eat a whole oh. bag of shit. Oh, yeah. <laughs> See, I love this card and hate it at the same time. I love the name, and I love it. Give it a read. Crackle with Power is a sorcery for Red Red XXX. Ooh. Ooh. Don't Google that. Crackle with Power deals five times X damage to each of up to X targets. Oh, baby. So this card scales insane. For five mana, it does five damage to one thing. Yes. For what is it eight mana, it'll do ten damage to two things Whoa. for 11 damage or mana. 11 mana it will do 15 damage to three things yes that's very good and th this comes in strixhaven and the one of the decks that has red in it actually has a mana geyser cco staple at this point yeah mana geyser get 25 mana <laughs> deal deal whatever 25 split by x three ways i did the math red, red. to figure out how much it would be 40 to, to just dome everybody for 40 uh, so it's eight times three would be 24 24 plus two so 26 for 26, 26 mana. mana and that sounds ridiculous people are going 26 mana you ever played a mana geyser yeah mana geyser crackle with power every game's over yeah <laughs> game's done now boys i'm sorry so that's a cool card i like it i I is think that, is that any different than is that any different than Comet Storm? That's the thing because it it has all. It, I think Comet Storm will win you as many games, maybe even for less mana and at instant speed. If, and it was also a bullshit mythic, just like this one. <laughs> this is a glorified fucking fireball. Why is it a mythic? <laughs> is are they worried it's gonna is it gonna taint the draft environment because everybody's gonna have. 15 fucking mana to burn their opponent out? Yes. I just don't think that's going to oh, happen. Oh, man. Fuck, I never even thought of it like that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you don't need to kick Comet Storm fucking eight times to hit eight targets when you have 27 mana. Exactly. No, you kick it three times, you kick it twice. Yeah. So you copy, like, you, you split the damage, yeah. and then you just, like, deal 25 to everybody. Yeah. Mind you, that's not 40. Yeah, 25 isn't 40, but in certain cases... 25 might as well be 40. Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's great. Oh man. You know what? Like I, I'm looking at some of the flavor of the session or of the of the set. Like cram session. I like these top-down designs, the flavor of them, right? It reminds me of being in college. And it was all the parts I hated about college, like being on academic probation. Yes. <laughs> right? Like fuck all that shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's real life. How about Cursed Mirror? You like the unplayable three drop mana rock. Let let's sweeten the pot. Artifact. Red two taps for a red mana. Cool. How about as it enters the battlefield, you may have it become a copy of any creature in play until end of turn, except it has haste. No, it doesn't say target. So if you got their big beefy boy with a greaves on it. You can get that stuff. You're going to chonk them with yeah. a mirror. Yes. yes. Oh, man. Again, straight into Brian Stoutarm. This set, and it's weird that I keep saying, like, I'm not really that into it. Maybe I am into it. This is, this is how you feel when, when you just rag on something and rag on something and rag on something, and then you actually, like, yeah. put put 18 cards in the set into yeah. your deck. Yeah, there's quite a few things that I think I'm going to either try or I'm really excited to, to play with. Cunning Rhetoric is one of them. Just we don't even. It's a cool card. It'll be on the screen if you're watching YouTube. Yep. I think it's a great card. I don't know where I'm gonna put it, but I like it. Same for me. And and what is it? Dem Demogoth Titan. Demogoth. Yeah. Golgari. 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 Yeah. When it attacks or blocks, sack Creech. Don't care. Eleven ten. Wow. Yes. <laughs> That's insane. It's just a big dumb idiot. It's just a and big you know what? tool. You know what my favorite kind of idiot is? Big dumb. Yeah, big and dumb. <laughs> Fuck yeah. And you know what else? Big and dumb. Dragon's approach. I'm going to put a big number of those in my deck and I'm going to find a <laughs> dumb dragon. <laughs> you know what? You know what I'm thinking? I, I'm thinking about turning my petitioner's deck into a, like a self-mill deck. 
Sure. And then just casting dragons approaches like from my graveyard a bunch of times, a pyromancer ascension and shit because it's a it's a sorcery. Right. Sorcery for red two dragons approach deals three damage to each opponent. So if you cast enough of them, you're gonna kill people. Yeah. Yep. Each opponent then then you may exile dragons approach and four cards named dragons approach from your graveyard. If you do, you can go and find a dragon, put it directly onto the B. That's pretty neat. Yeah, and you can play any number of them in your deck. So you can go and find like dragon mage, like the the wheel of fortune dragon, to further the mill strategy, oh, or yeah. null spine dragon. You go like, you get a bunch of cost reducers and burgy god of storytelling, and like just like dragons approach, dragons approach, dragons approach, dragons approach, and then you <laughs> null spine dragon, and you're like, ooh, an opponent lost ooh, twelve life this turn. I guess I'll draw twelve cards, <laughs> and then you just go petitioner, 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 ooh, fucking mill, 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 underworld breach, get everything back, fucking. Do oh, it again. Ran out of cards to, to to breach. I guess I'll just cast some fucking petitioners. Mill myself. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! And then past in flames. All my all my uh, dragons approach. And furthermore, <laughs> <laughs> there's a petitioner where you can name a card, and that card costs less to cast. <laughs> I'm just gonna name fucking dragons approach. It's an advisor that does it. It's an advisor. I can find it with fucking Imperial Recruiter. Who's an advisor? <laughs> oh man, this is gonna be the greatest deck of all time. Oh, I'm so excited. You know, I, you, I, I don't. I don't like those cards that you can play any number except for petitioners because it's bad. Because it's terrible. And dragons approach is like pretty bad. Like still, fifteen mana to tutor for a dragon. That's bad. You could just pay two. Yes, or one. Yeah. <laughs> you know what you could play in oh. that deck you just described? What is it? An Efreet Flame Painter. Yeah, most likely. This is a card that I'm actually pumped for. It's a 1-4 four for 4, one of which is red, with double strike. Whenever it deals combat damage to a player, you may cast target instant or sorcery card from your graveyard for free, and then exile it. Hey, I like casting stuff from my G-yard for free. And it's got double strikes. You're going to get two. That's two dragon's approaches per, oh. for turn. But but then they leave my graveyard, and I, <laughs> then I can't exile four of them. Then you'll have to mill some more. Jeez, Ryan, do I have to think of everything? <laughs> Come on. You know what? I'm 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 cutting maddening cacophony <laughs> and I'm putting in traumatize. Fucking traumatize myself <laughs> incarnate. It's the oh, only man. way to play traumatize in EDH. It's on yourself. That's the only way I've ever played traumatize. <laughs> I've never cast it on somebody else and then I was like, oh, I'll cut it. Maddening cacophony is better or whatever. Nope, traumatize going right back in. <laughs> Oh man, I hope people can can share in my enthusiasm about Dragon's Approach. So first of the lessons I wanted to talk about, and these are the generic goes in any deck lesson. Yeah, colorless subtype lesson. How do we feel about these? I think that they're very thematic. They're like the 101 version of that spell, right? Search your library for a basic land, reveal it, put it into your hand, shuffle your library, gain two life. Lesson. So when you learn, you can fucking do something with lesson, right? So how do you, what do you think of that one? Goes in every deck. Every deck now has a halfway's ramp spell with some ga life gain on there. Uh, I'll, I'll answer your question with a question. Sure. That's French for question. Yep. Is green decks going to play that card? Fuck no. No. Not a chance. No. Are, like, are the other four colors going to play that card? Maybe. White can do that, but for either less mana... Or get multiple lands into hand for more mana. Yeah, we talked about that uh, just earlier with that map. Yes. And white does have creatures at three and four that get land right into play. Mm -hmm. And that's two gain two life. I don't think that fucking... You don't think it makes it? I don't think it makes it. When core cartographer exists and like land tax exists and Archaeomancer's map and Burnished Heart and Solemn Simulacrum that give you more value than gain two life. Ugh. Yeah. Let's see, if, let's see if any of the other ones, if any of these random colorless cards that go in. Sure. As we go along, if we bump into any more, let's see if any of those other ones kind of just, if any of them are actually good. Sure. We'll see. Ooh, I like Ezerut Channeler. That's a that's a good card, I think. 4-6 for six, for 6 with Reach. Creature spells cost X less, where X is the amount of life you gain this turn. Tap, you can tap them to gain 2 life. That's pretty cool. Yeah. No, the only thing about that card is it costs 6. Yeah. And, uh, and and I'm I'm not the one to say, oh, it's a six drop. Oh, it costs six. Oh, that's too much. Commander's too efficient for that now. But six is just like lots of mana. Six is quite a bit. But you know I, what I mean, I think in some of the decks that I play and some of the, the games I like to have, the space I like to inhabit, I think that a six drop that allows you to play more six drops is cool. 
you know, I, it'll be like a dollar rare that you can pick up and you can put it in your I need to play more stuff at each turn deck yep, yep, and yep, stuff. Yep. And it gives you a little bit of survivability and it has a neat picture on it. Yeah, a little bit Pan's Labyrinthy, hey? Yeah, if he didn't have any eyeballs and was instead holding eyeballs in his hands. No, I'm thinking about like the, the, the actual... The, the fawn in that show. Well, I was thinking about the eyeball guy. Oh, yeah, that guy's scary. That's the guy that's that I was... That's scary guy. That's the thing that I think about when I think of Pan's yeah, Labyrinth. That yeah, and how yeah. pissed off I was that I had to read the whole thing. Somebody well, dubbed that movie, even if it's a fan that movie. Dub. That's a good-ass movie. It's a good movie, it yeah. It won an Oscar for Best uh, Foreign Film or something, right? That's probably why they didn't uh, dub it. Yeah. So it was more foreign. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. How about, hey, speaking of cards that are going to go into decks, I witch. I twitch. I twitch. I don't know how to say it. Eye twitch. <laughs> What's an eye bat? I want eye tribal. Are you going to play that? In Lord of fucking Dresserhorn, baby. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> That's just awful. People don't understand that I play fucking shit. <laughs> I play shitty decks and bad cards. And I'm proud of it. You want to talk about shitty decks and bad cards? How about yes. fervent mastery? Yes, talk about it. Fervent Mastery is Red Red 3, or you may pay Red Red 2 instead. If you pay Red Red 2, an opponent discards any number of cards, then draws that many cards. In addition to you getting to search your library for up to three cards, putting them into your hand, and then discarding three cards at random. Gamble! It's like triple gamble for pentuple the mana, and what the fuck? Do, do you know what? Your like, opponent. Like, what? Nekazar decks might play that. Maybe, but oh, oh, like, maybe there's probably something that I'm missing there, and that's the card that people are going to say, like, actually, Brando, well, here's why sure. this card is good. Yeah. But by all means, hit me with your make fi- f- fervent mastery good dot thing. Oh, yeah, 100%. You know what? I'm having a good-ass time reviewing th- this shit. Yeah, I this, think this is how I want to do set reviews, where I just go through the, 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 the whole list and just pick out shit that I want to jam into <laughs> decks and have it be terrible. Can we do this, like, more often? Yes. I feel like this should be a drinking game. Did you see that they reprinted Grinning Ingus? I'm gonna. I'm just throwing that out there. Like, hey, new art, too. I yeah, didn't see that. New art for Grinning Ingus, and it's in the actual set. It's not even a Commander reprint. I know we said we weren't going to talk about reprints, but... Talk about this oh, one. yeah, you have it because you didn't filter to reprints. I'm yeah. like, that's why I didn't see that. Yeah. Two, two for three, red, return it to your hand, add red, or add red, colorless, colorless to your ability. Activate it as a sorcery. Did they, re- did they, did they change that? No. Are you sure? Well, maybe the templating changed. Mm, I don't remember the original one saying. Did they erat that card? It was probably, you can only play this anytime you can play a sorcery. And now it's activate as a sorcery because it's less words. Okay. Yeah. All right. Did you see Guardian Augmenter? This this card, I know I was just raving about bad cards. This yeah. card's fucking good. That is a, yes. That's... This is a 2-2 flasher troll, a troll flasher, yep. that gives your commander troll shroud, that is hexproof, yep. for green two, and commander creature you control gets plus two, plus two. And a, did we say that flash also? Oh, yeah. She's yeah. a troll flasher. He's so, a troll flasher. So it's, that's a good, is this the card that, is going to just be fine to kind of find whatever, and then two years from now, because they're never going to reprint it, it's just going to oh, be, be 20 what, bucks. You know what my favorite part about this card is? Tell me. Uh, a la Fierce Guardianship, Deflecting Swat, um, Flawless Maneuver. You know what my favorite car- part about this card is? Tell me. Is it has a generic name and no ties to the set. Oh, yeah. Mm, it's like they can reprint it whenever the fuck they want. But they probably won't. Yeah. What a harness infinity. Oh baby, this card speaks to me on a on a butthole level. On a personal level. This, yes. th- this is an instant for green, 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 black, 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 one. So yeah. you know it's gonna do something awesome. It's Exchange too- your hand in graveyard. It's too bad all those greens are in there. Why can't this just be black? I will gladly put I will gladly put my entire library into my graveyard and then gladly put my entire library into my hand and gladly have one card in my shitty library. I don't give a shit. <laughs> <laughs> you would play black, 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 one. Oh, yeah. To do, oh, hell yeah. Do it. Yeah, yeah, dude. You ever see me play Balthor the Defiled? <laughs> I play black and black, black seven or whatever it is to <laughs> fucking morality shift myself. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'll do it. What about Keen Duelist? This is a shitty card. It's Shitty Bob. 
Oh yeah, that's it's like a reverse, but we both get it, Bob. It's like double reverse doggy style, Bob. Don't Google that. Why is it reverse? Well, give it a read. At the beginning of your upkeep, you and target opponent each reveal the top card of your library. You each lose life equal to the mana value of the card revealed by the other player. And ah. each ah, I see. Yeah, I wanted to put this in my lands deck, then I was like, wait a second. <laughs> They'll never lose life because all I draw is land. Yeah, you're going to flip over a land, and I'm going to flip over a warp world, and you're going <laughs> to... I'll just play regular Bob. I'll just play regular Bob and take none. I guess regular Bob's still best Bob. Yeah. Yep. That's why we call her Shitty Bob. Shitty Bob. There's actually a few thought, shitty X cards in here. You really have to go to the bathroom, and you like kind of suck it back in. <laughs> oh, my. Hey, how about, how about let's cover... Let's cover um, we're going so slow. And we're probably just going to cut the show short and go to the legendaries for tomorrow. But how do you feel about the campus land cycle? The camp eye, if you will. I'll read one. I'll read the Lorehold one. Read one. Enters the battlefield tapped. Okay, this is Lorehold campus. Okay? Yep. ETB's tapped. Listen. Okay, you, sure. I'm listening. It taps for a red or white. Cool. Okay. So it's like a guild gate thus far. That's fine. Four, tap, scry one. Okay. That's that, it. That's it? Yes. No, Meh. no land types, no nothing. Meh. Well, what if they had land types? That'd be fucking. Good. If they had land types, it'd be incredible. But yeah, they, yeah. they, I think that they're fine. But following the ones from Norse God dot set, yes, that had land types. They were tapped. Yes, snow land, snow duels that yes. came into play tapped. Those were. I, I think that these are a. They're just not as good as that, okay. in, in my opinion. And, I, the, yeah. and they're in the same. And they're in the same set as, ETB like reveal something. No, ETB. If you control one, it enters the battlefield tapped, right? What's yeah. that other land cycle that they have in here? If I already have an island, it enters the battlefield untapped, right? You're asking me for a name of something? <laughs> you need to stop that right now. There's a rare cycle of land in here that's like maybe better than these. I don't know. It's just five mana to scry one when it's like you don't have nothing else to do. Goddamn rare cycle better be better than the... <laughs> it better damn well be better than the thing. Sure. Yeah. Well, Promise of Loyalty. This is a cool card. I Look at all those hands. They're all so... <laughs> look at that big green hand. You know, what, you know what annoys me about this card more than anything in the whole set? What is it? That's fucking Jace's hand, isn't it? I don't know whose hands they are. That's Jace's hand. Look at that stupid sleeve and the stupid hand. That's definitely Jace. They just couldn't well, do a set of having Jace in it. Liliana's here, but the difference is she's sexy. Yeah. And Jace isn't. Yeah, Jace is a tool. Does anybody think Jace is sexy? Anybody D out there? Down in the comments, let us know. Is Jace the mind sculptor or Jace in any of his... Even shirtless Jace. Definitely not shirtless Jace. Is he the sexiest or the least sexy? <laughs> <laughs> no, I think that Ashiok might be the least sexiest. Ashiok's got those big, long toenails, hey? Yeah. Cut your goddamn toenails, Ashiok. Yeah. Like, those would just be, like, inconvenient. If nothing else, but Ashiok's also the coolest character. Oh, definitely cool as hell. Like I would be, I would go drinking with Ashiok for sure. But I don't know if I would want to like, you know, be with them physically. Yes. You know, like I would be in their physical presence, but I may or may not be with them sexually. There we go. Yeah. Yeah. You get all That's... that black smoke powder stuff that floats around them. Yeah. Nobody, That's nobody weird. wants that. Well, what do you think? Any last cards that you want to touch on? Because we're kind of just. Yes, We're I'm spiraling into infinity here because there's so many damn cards. I'm looking for my it's my favorite card in the whole set and I wanted to make sure we talked about it and I I can't find it in the damn list. So I'm just looking hard. There it is. There it is. There it is. I found it. Sure. I found it. It's Strixhaven Stadium. Oh yeah. I really really like this card. It's a mana rock that taps for a colorless for 3. Taps for a colorless put a point counter on it. Whenever a creature does combat damage to you as the controller of this, you remove a point counter from it. And whenever a creature I control deals combat damage to an opponent, you put a point counter on it. Then if it has 10 or more point counters on it, remove them all and target player loses the game. Whenever a creature or whenever one or more creatures? Whenever a creature. Okay. So if you attack with 10 creatures, you get 10 counters and you win remove target player. Yes, that's like the flying V of whatever sport this is. Exactly. And I just... I don't know what it is about this card, but I love it. Are I you an alternate win kind of guy? Is that what you... I, I like that like? it's an alternate win card. I like that if... 
I have a few decks, and I've built a few decks in the past that I just took apart because long game, I've got a bunch of 1-1s and 2-2s, and I just... Mm. I can get in for some damage, but Early it's... Early game, mid-game, but there's no, like, oomph at the end. Right? Yeah, there's no big oomph. At, and, like, sure, I can hit you with 10 one ones, but you have 100 life. Yeah. And you, right? Or collectively, your opponents have 120. Yeah, and this lets me get through the pillow fort. Or this could be a super political card, even, where it's like, hey, F.U. Alex has 1,000 life and is pillow forted up so good that we can't possibly get him. Mm-hmm. Let me hit you for 13, and I'll kill him. Oh, it's like... Target player loses the game. No way. I didn't even nah. think of that. Okay. Yeah. Uh, you know what? When I when I read this, or I was that like... Play, you have to hit him with one creature. So you have to sneak through one creature. One in... Oh, just have an unblockable guy. Yeah, and get Rogue's him. Yeah. Passage or whatever. Like, yeah, there's, the... a, there's a secret tunnel type card here. Like, like uh, cr- creature with power three or less is unblockable. It's yeah. kind of like Rogue's Passage. It's in Strixhaven. <laughs> so... I, just, I really like that one. And Strict Proctor, but everybody knows that I like Strict Proctor, so we're not going to talk about it. Yeah, well, you know what? Just real quick, the Strixhaven Stadium. Yep. It's a mana rock for three. Yep. So it's going to pay itself off, probably, right? It'll do some work. Proliferate works yep. with that. Sure does. Okay, cool. Alternate win con. When, also when you cool. need something like Voltron damage, infect damage, whatever, right? Sure. Now now you have this as well. When I first saw it, I thought of Beastmaster Ascension, where you oh, drop yeah. it and then just attack. Yeah. No, and then it's just like automatic overrun. Yeah. This is kind of like that. Yeah. Where it's like you could drop it, and if you have 10 tokens, yep. which is a pretty tall order, like that's not something that just happens. Like you have Truth. To, you have to make that, like you have to try to make that. You happen. have to work on that, but you can get it with, like if you only if you have three, four creatures and you're attacking every turn, you might just get up to 10 and nuke somebody. Yeah. Right? And I I love that about this card. I don't think that it's, it's so fucking powerful. But I think it's a fun oh, card. No. And Have it's, you heard the cool. garbage I've been talking about? Oh, shit. Yeah. Yeah, man. Yeah. And like this in your token deck might just be a win con. And it might just be a, a, a cool win con that isn't Triumph of the Hordes. You know what yeah. I mean? That isn't Crater Hoof. And it sure as fuck not going to cost that much money, right? Yeah. And, and imagine, just imagine you've you've been kind of dinking away with these little dudes. Away, and now you've got 10 counters on it. You've basically got a, what's that card I hit? Aetherflux Reservoir. Yeah, or it's Sword like, of Nothingness. Don't attack me. What what are you gonna do if I do? I'm gonna make you lose the game. I'm gonna attack you back. I'll get you. And I have a counter spell or something in yeah. my hand to 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 foil your removal spell. You ever getting got? Yeah. Ever in your life, you scum. But yeah, that's that's my favorite card in the whole set. In the whole set. In the whole set. I think my favorite cards in the set are legendary creatures, which is what we're gonna talk about tomorrow. So I'm gonna go through real. We got two more cards that we have to talk about, Ryan. Today? Yep. Oh, real fast. Okay. Because one of them is a trap, and I think I think that this might be. Oh, I in, found my card in Brando Land. This is the worst card ever printed, oh. and it is going to teach lessons to people that they will never forget. Okay, hit me with a lesson. Tempting Contract. Oh, I knew it was going to be this one. Is an artifact for four at the beginning of your upkeep. Each opponent, at the beginning of your upkeep, your upkeep, your, each opponent may create a single treasure token. For each opponent that does, you get a treasure token. Okay. If there has ever been a card that you're going to play that will do fucking nothing, <laughs> Tempting Contract. You're saying, hey guys, do you want to... In exchange for me getting a Black Lotus, you guys get to have a marginal benefit. Or you could keep playing the game as if I didn't just discard a card and pay four mana for that privilege. (laughs) It's rare. Like, it's so bad. Like, this card is so bad. People are going to jam this. I'm going to be all political and people are going to take it because they're going to be so far behind on land that they're going to put me ahead. No, they're fucking not. This is going to be a group hug staple. And it's going to do nothing. It doesn't matter. It's nothing. Going group hug next. Oh, it's, God, I hate this. It's going to go into group I, hug next. I hate it. You know what? You I know hate what you it. can say about this card when it hits the battlefield and you don't put a treasure into play? That you're teaching by example, which is one of the cards I want to talk about. Excellent. This is fork or, or, or the blue fork, whatever it's called, but it's at common and it's for is it, is it. Ooh, when you cast your next instant or sorcery, copy it and choose new targets. Neat. I think Popper's going to like that card. Yeah, me too. Yeah, yeah. I don't care about Popper, though. Calamax is going to like that card. Yep. And Zada is going to like Storm Kiln Artist. 
Tell me. Ooh, a 2-2 two, two Dwarf Shaman for red 3 gets plus 1, plus 0 oh for each artifact I control, which okay. is fine. Sure. It'll make them a 5-2. Yep. It'll, or, or bigger if I got tokens. Yeah, buddy. Or lots of mana rocks. Yeah. But Magecraft, here it is. Whenever you cast or copy an instant or sorcery spell, create a treasure. Ooh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, I target yeah. Zada with a draw card spell, and it replicates to five other dudes. That's copied five times. I get five mana for that. And then I draw into another card draw spell, target Zada with it, get five more treasure. So now I'm at nine treasure, and then draw another one. Now yeah. I'm at 14 treasure, 16 treasure, whatever. And I'm playing artifacts in between all that, so my guy's getting bigger. My storm count's going up. Yeah. And then I drop a empty the warrens. Ryan. And then I fucking get 87 more treasure. Do you mean to tell me that you're going to use Magecraft to break storm? <laughs> <laughs> no, I totally wasn't thinking about that. I only play one storm card in Zada. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Is yeah. there anything? We're getting long in, the, long in the tooth, long on time. Is there anything else that you want to point out? The Biblioplex? Is it shitty library of Alexandria? Like, super shitty library. You know what? I'm going to be completely, completely honest. Never even read that card once. Didn't even know it existed. The Biblioplex. Land. Taps for colorless. Two. Tap. Look at the top card of your library. If it's an instant or sorcery card, you may reveal it and put it into your hand. If you don't put that card into your hand, you may put it into your graveyard. Activate this ability only if you have exactly zero or seven cards in your hand. Wow. Is Is that super shitty library of Alexandria? Well, the art is pretty reminiscent of that, library. Right? And that's the only reason I'm saying this. And the Biblioplex is a library. Yep. We know this from our Mystical Archive yep. review. You it's all watch that. Yep. Episode 235 of Commander Cook. It's also when you suplex somebody onto a book. Yes. Yep. The Bible specifically. Yep. Or your religious text of choice. We'll give you that. Yes. Okay. I think that this is a fine card in Spellslinger decks that don't have like Wheel of Fortune type things. So, yeah, it's shitty Library of Alexandria, yes. Last card. Last card? And then we're going away. I promise. You promise. I promise. promise? But this is the one. I forgot all about Wandering Archaic. Okay. Wandering Archaic is a 4-4 for 5. The 5 is colorless. Whenever an opponent casts an instant or sorcery spell, they may pay 2. If they don't, you copy the spell and can choose new targets for it. Mm. You like that? Because that is yes. friggin' good. Tap out for your right of replication, I dare you. Or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then the other side is... Explore the vast lands. It's a sorcery for three. Each player looks at the top five cards of their library, reveals a land and or instant or sorcery from among them, puts those cards into their hand and the rest on the bottom. Each player gains three life. Fuck that side. It's stupid. Wandering Archaic. That's the shit. That is a cool thing. I thought about putting that in Animar because you cast it for free and it protects it protects your combo pieces unless they pay two. In some cases they would, some cases they wouldn't. So it, like, I'd rather just play a free counter spell. I don't know where I'm going to put it, but I'm going to put that in decks. That card's going in decks. Cool. If you play Magic the Gathering against me, I'm going to play that card. You're going to see it. Okay, last card. <laughs> last card. Is there another one? There is one more that I want to talk oh about. Oh my god, it Ryan. Riffs, it riffs off of Witch's Cottage from Throne of Eldraine. Sure. I think it's probably even the same artist. This is Witch's Clinic. You probably have to wear a mask when you go in. Okay. Yeah, that stinky, dirty witch mask. Yeah. Ugh, gross. It's made gross. out of like old underwear or something. Yeah, gotcha. Gross. Tap for a colorless. Yep. Or two tap. Target commandy gains lifelink until end of turn. Let's call it life stink. We will. Life stink until end of turn. <laughs> so that are you gonna play that? I don't know. Is it gonna go in is it gonna go in deck? Maybe it'll go in a in a deck that we build with some of the new commanders. Ooh. Maybe? Yeah. Well, well ma- you, maybe. <laughs> maybe after we thank FusionGamingOnline.com, the source for all your gaming needs, and all of you for being here. We will say, uh, you know, maybe we'll play some Witches Clinic in some of the decks that we are inspired to build on the next episode of Commander Cookout Podcast. Hit our theme song!